Do you believe in evil? Are you fit to face it? Are you prepared for persecution? Those are our questions today. Hi, I'm Dr. Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here is your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. And today we're going to look at our fourth installment on this series called Trying Times from Temporal Authorities. We've seen a temporal authority that was driven by passion, that was just trying to expand itself as much as possible. We saw a temporal authority in Greece that was driven by revenge and sought to uh, relieve its rage upon its enemies until there were no enemies left. And now we're going to look at something more devious, something uh, quite terrible. And this is just an empire that is truly evil. It is demonically uh, driven. It is uh, possessed of Satan. And these type of governments do arise. And God, in fact, uses these governments to judge others. But Christians sometimes get caught up in the center. So let's go ahead and read these verses. We're, we're in Daniel chapter 8, verses 9 through 12. And as we read these verses together, we'll prepare ourselves to talk about them in more detail. Beginning at verse 9 of Daniel 8, it says, And out of one of them came a little horn, which grew exceedingly great toward the south, toward the east, and toward the glorious land. And it grew up to the host of heaven, and it cast down some of the host and some of the stars to the ground and trampled them. He even exalted himself as high as the prince of the host, and by him the daily sacrifices were taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. Because of transgression, an army was given over to the horn to oppose the daily sacrifices, and he cast truth to the ground. He did all this and prospered. So there we have it. It is a terrible discussion of one who came out of the four horns. And so if you recall, Alexander the Great was represented in the great horn of the goat, and this horn broke into four, and of these four, a, another horn arises. And it is this horn that is exceedingly, exceedingly great towards the east, south, and glorious land. This horn is a terrible horn, and we're given information here that it is a, a likely demonic empowered horn. So what do we do with this? It's a haughty horn. It is uh, driven against God's people towards the host of heaven. It casts some of the stars to the ground. Now, likely this is not a reference to this um, horn actually bringing angels to the ground, but that stars are representative of God's people. You know, you can remember Philippians 2, and we're encouraged to shine like the stars of heaven. And so there's a connection between God's people serving him and the stars in heaven. But he tramples these stars the same way that the, the goat trampled the ram. This horn is trampling God's people. This uh, individual will exalt himself as the prince of the host, take away the daily sacrifices, and cast down God's sanctuary. We believe this to be Antiochus Epiphanes of Greece, who um, really tried to snuff out all Judaism. Uh, and it resulted in a Maccabean uh, revolt and there was an independence for the people of Israel for a period of time. But in this instance, that horn is prospering. It is doing what it wishes. It's doing well in what it wishes, but what it wishes is contrary to God. In fact, it is evil and it results in the persecution of the saints. We'll look into this horn next time because uh, Daniel <clears throat> will ask questions and, and be given more information. But some of the things just to recognize is that uh, we, we have some history here. And in the history we see from the book of 1 Maccabees, 
what went down. And so I wanted to spend just a moment reading this. It's a little bit of a, a paragraph here, but go ahead and just uh, listen, and you'll see what was actually going on under Antiochus Epiphanes and how the Jewish writers before the time of Christ understood their situation. Maccabees, 1 Maccabees 1, 11 through 15 says, In those days certain renegades came out from Israel and misled many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the Gentiles around us. For since we separated from them, many disasters have come upon us. This proposal pleased them, and some of the people eagerly went to the king and authorized them to observe the ordinances of the Gentiles. So they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem, according to the Gentile custom, and removed the marks of circumcision and abandoned the holy covenant. They joined with the Gentiles and sold themselves to do evil, stops daily sacrifices, defiling God's sanctuary. Then the king wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people and that all should give up their particular customs. All the Gentiles accepted the command of the king. Many, even from Israel, gladly adopted his religion. They sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. And the king sent letters by messengers to Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. He directed them to follow the customs strange to the land, to for forbid burnt offerings and sacrifices and drink offerings in the sanctuary, to profane Sabbaths and festivals, to defile the sanctuary and the priests, to build altars and sacred precincts and shrines for idols, to sacrifice swine and other unclean animals, and to leave their sons uncircumcised. They were to make themselves abominable by everything unclean and profane, so that they would forget the law and change all ordinances. And he added, whoever does not obey the command of the king shall die. Now, I know that was a big passage, but this is what's going on. Antiochus Epiphanes tried to drive out any sense of Judaism, and many of the Jews were more than happy to accommodate the culture. We live in a time today where there is a demonic pressure to compromise the teachings of the church with the culture, to water down what God has given us in order to make a new gospel that would be more fitting for the culture. And in fact, there is no gospel at all when we sacrifice what God has given. And so we're giving a false gospel that is not good news that will save no one. We have to recognize that when you stand against a king like this, the command that came that they would surely die will be given again. And if you will stand against the evil, tyrannical, demonic powers, there might be a result of persecution and even martyrdom in your future. Are you prepared for that day? Pray for those today that are currently experiencing that type of persecution, because it might be coming your way. We need to prepare for persecution, and one of the ways we do that is by practicing holiness. If we are holy, we can shine in the day of darkness. C.S. Lewis said, How little people know who think that holiness is dull. When one, meets real, when one meets the real thing, it is irresistible. Be holy today. God bless and take care.